listening to episode 129 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things shades. My name is John Mark DeRoe. I'm the worship and communications pastor here at Shades Valley Community Church. And I am flying solo today. That's right. I am flying solo I am deep inside of the recesses of Three Stream Studio, all alone. That's right, Jonathan is out of town. He's actually attending a conference this week. And so him and I have been in communication about various and sundry things. Brad and Jordan actually had their baby last week. That's right. Elizabeth Ann Brown was born last Tuesday, and uh, so super excited for them, and Brad is deep into fatherhood right now, and so obviously he's not working this week, so it's been a quiet week here at Shades. It's been a quiet week, and I've just been getting some work done, and uh, just wanted to bring you a quick little podcast. I don't really have anything intense planned for today. I think we're just going to talk a little bit about an album, maybe a book, maybe get into some things that uh, Shades has been up to recently. And that's about it. Uh, No meet a member today, nothing like that. In fact, last week, Jonathan uh, flew solo because uh, my youngest son, Zion, was out with walking pneumonia. It was a tough week in the DeRoe household uh, last week. And so Jonathan interviewed Connor Gaeta, which was a great interview. I, I highly suggest uh, to everyone, if you missed that, go back and check that out. Connor's one of our favorites here at Shades, and I hated that I missed out on that, but I promise you, Connor, if you're listening right now, that I will bring you back on an episode. So I just want to hang out with you in the studio. Maybe we could talk about music and movies. He always has really interesting perspectives to bring. So yeah, um, so I'm flying solo today, and as far as I know... Out of the 128 episodes previous to this one, this is the first time that the episode will be hosted solely by one person. There's no one else in the booth right now. It's just me and the Holy Spirit. So, let's get along with the show for today. We're going to do a little bit of JM's album of the week. JM's album of the week. I had a dream last night. We were having a fight. It lasted 25 years. It was a waste of Hoping to talk some music 
album of the week this week comes from singer-songwriter Angel Olsen. She has a new album out called Big Time. It's the sixth studio album from Angel Olsen. And it's her first original release since uh, her album All Mirrors, which came out in 2019. This album came out on June 3rd, 2022. I recently discovered it, just trying to look for new music the other day on Spotify. Pulled this up, and it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful collection of songs. There's 10 total tracks on this record. Some songs feel like this, which almost, you know, for me, kind of has like this cure, the cure vibe a little bit. But there's also this... There's some sly guitar on some stuff, so there there brings this country Americana element to some of her production. And I've just really been enjoying this album a lot. I wanted to read a little bit about Angel Olsen. She was born in St. Louis, Missouri. At age three, she was adopted by a foster family that had cared for her since shortly after her birth. She says, uh, and this is the differences in, in years between her and her parents left an impression. She said about that, about growing up, because there are so many decades of difference between us, I became more interested in what their childhood was like, she said of her parents, both of whom passed away last year in 2021. She said, I fantasized about what it was like to be young in the 1930s and 1950s, more so than other kids my age. And then she uh, said this about her mother. My mother just has this capacity for children. Um, Despite early adolescent aspirations to be a pop star, her interests later shifted in high school. She was regularly attending punk rock shows, noise music shows, and Christian rock shows throughout the city. She began learning the piano and guitar and writing her own music. At the age of 16, she joined a local band called Good Fight, self-described as early no doubt meets punk rock. Two years after graduating from Tower Grove Christian High School, she moved to Chicago. She's been putting out records for a while. Uh, This record has received a lot of critical acclaim from many of the uh, music reviewers. Metacritic uh, gave it a, what did they give it, an 88 out of 100 which indicates universal acclaim. Here's another track off of it. It's called All the Good Times. I can't say that I'm sorry When I don't feel so wrong anymore You can really start to hear the country aspect of what I was talking about. I can't tell you I'm trying when there's nothing left here to try for And I don't know how it happened We both abandoned the reason we used to believe Was it love that we shared when we easily cared? Now it's impossible Yeah, so if you enjoy this record, check it out. It's called Big Time. The tracks that I played, the first one is called Dream Thing. This track is called All the Good Times. I watched her performance on Jimmy Fallon. I thought it was excellent. 
She's super talented, great songwriter. This album was produced also by Jonathan Wilson, who I'm a fan of as well. So that's what's going on music-wise in my world. Let me know if you enjoy this record, if you've heard of her before or checked out some of her other music. I per- this, Personally, for me, this is like the first full record of hers that I've really listened through and paid attention to, and I, I'm really, really enjoying it right now. Big time, Angel Olsen. That's what's up. All right, I'm not going to sit through that whole thing. Bradford's Book Club via JM. What do I have in store for us today? Well, I'll tell you, everybody. There's a book that just came out recently that I purchased. I've been reading it, have not finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying it so far. It's called Celebrities for Jesus, How Personas, Platforms, and Prophets are hurting the church by Caitlin Beatty. Wow. Um, so lofty, lofty subject here. We actually did a podcast of Shades Midweek on celebrity culture. You can check that out. Here's what the back of the book says. Many Christian leaders use their fame and influence to great effect, effectively saying to their followers, follow me as I follow Christ. But fame that is cultivated for its own sake without attendant spiritual maturity and accountability has a shadow side that runs counter to the heart of the gospel. Celebrity, defined as social power without proximity, has led to abuses of power, the cultivation of persona, and a fixation on profits. Caitlin Beatty is an award-winning journalist, writer, editor. She has written for the New York Times, the New Yorker, Washington Post, The Atlantic, so on and so forth. She's commented on faith and culture for CNN, ABC, NPR, the Associated Press. She has a podcast called Saved by the City, She previously served as print managing editor at Christianity Today. This is the first book uh, that I've read by her, and I have really enjoyed it. Uh, Obviously, you know, this is a topic that's very relevant because, I mean, I mean, just, you know, considering the rise and fall of Mars Hill podcast that dropped about Mark Driscoll, I believe that's applicable to this book, even if you just look at the uh, the chapters here, some, some of the chapter titles for Celebrities for Jesus, uh, Social Power Without Proximity, she talks about the first evangelical celebrities, mega churches, mega pastors, abusing power. Man, it, it's an excellent book. A couple of things that she, uh, I listened to an interview uh, recently, a couple of things she talked about, she actually, you know, early on in the book, she tries to flesh out the difference between fame and celebrity. So she talks about fame is the experience of someone being known by people that they don't know. And she actually says that, you know, there's examples in scripture where fame can be used as a positive tool and that fame is better when it's a a byproduct of a life that we live. Uh, just because a you know just because a leader is famous doesn't mean that they are bad. We have to look at the fruits of their life. Well, then she talks about celebrity, 
you know, celebrity is, is kind of cultivated for its own sake using the tools of mass media. This, of course, is, as she says, a modern phenomena uh, that really started with innovations in technology, the printing press, so on and so forth. And today, obviously, we see this play out big time through social media. She talks about how, you know, we attach ultimate values to celebrities and we look to them to embody these values. We do this in Christianity. We do this with different celebrity pastors. Um, and any time that we blur the lines between human leadership and what God is doing in the world, uh, we get into dangerous territory. And she basically says that, you know, no human with, with all of our brokenness can stand to be on that pedestal. One of the really big things she says, too, is celebrity is faux intimacy without proximity. I love that. Faux intimacy without proximity. There's a lot of good stuff in this book. I highly recommend it. Let me know what you think. It's called Celebrities for Jesus by Caitlin Beatty. The link will be in the show notes if you are interested. Or actually, the link won't be in the show notes. It'll just be the title. You can go search for it on Amazon. I believe I believe in you. I believe that you can do that, that you can use your iPhone and your app and all the things and make that work. Okay, so what are we going to talk about for the rest of the day? Well, I'm just going to take a few minutes. Last week, I had the opportunity on Friday to go to a really cool songwriting intensive with one Andy Squires. That's right, Andy Squires, who we've talked about a bunch on the show. He came and played at Shades Valley Community Church over the summer. He came and preached at Shades the next Sunday. It was it was just a beautiful time that we got to share with him. And Redeemer Community Church here in Birmingham, actually in Avondale, invited him to come speak to some of their songwriters and worship leaders just to talk about leading worship and some of the practicalities behind that, but also get into songwriting a bit, just kind of the nuts and bolts of it and kind of what he sees as, you know, some important things uh, to talk about when it comes to songwriting, when it comes to planning set lists as a worship leader. All that to say, Matt Francisco is a friend of mine. He's a pastor at Redeemer, and he invited me and a few others to come hang out on Friday morning last week. So uh, Joseph Wonski and myself got to go. And I got to say, it was just, it was an awesome time. Andy has so much wisdom, so many great things to say. There were a few great takeaways where he talked about if you aren't taking risks, not just as a songwriter, but even as a worship leader in the songs that you choose on a Sunday morning, if you aren't taking a risk, that that actually leads to rust over time. I thought that was really helpful. But a way to balance what he was saying, you know, obviously we don't want to take risks all the time as a worship pastor as we're building set lists uh, from week to week. So he talked about, you know, what does a set list look like if all I do is take risk, 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 risk? Well, if I do that, you know, if I choose songs that aren't, very well known that aren't congregational or maybe I just choose like a bunch of random like Bob Dylan gospel songs let's just say for example well that would be pretty risky that would be pretty risky and it would probably leave some of the congregation in the dark 
um, without a lot of context as to why we're even taking all these risks. But on the flip side of that, if all we did, let's say, is what he said was serve, so you just made a set list of four songs, and all of those songs were serve, so let's say they were just all of the CCLI top 20 songs that worship songs that you may hear on the radio that you're really familiar with. Well, that would actually do a disservice to the congregation too because if you're not taking any risks, all you're doing is serving in that capacity, then maybe you're not challenging uh members of the congregation in worship, you know, throwing throwing a curveball in there. You know, he talked about doing a set list one week when he was leading worship. He has many, many years of experience as a worship pastor. And he talked about going into a Bob Dylan song, just kind of kind of flowing into, uh, what is the song? Uh, to Make You Feel My Love, which actually wasn't even a gospel song of his. But he, he uh, did it in such a way that it applied in the worship set. And, uh, you know, taking risks like that is kind of what he was talking about. You know, I kind of look at taking a risk on a Sunday morning at Shades as, you know, maybe doing like an Andy Squire song that would not have typical language, typical imagery in it that we would be used to from maybe, say, if we did a Hillsong tune or maybe if maybe if I chose a Chris Tomlin song. Um, and kind of having that balance of basically choosing songs from week to week that serve the body, that serve the congregation, the culture, the context, the sermon, thematically, all of those things, taking all of those things into consideration, but then also taking risks, you know, maybe doing a song that you, that I wrote that week, um, which we've done a lot of. So I thought all that stuff was really helpful and he had a lot of great things to say about songwriting. So it was a really cool opportunity that Joseph and I got to go to and, and hear from someone like Andy on some of those topics. I will say that afterwards, I went to lunch with a few friends, and I broke a rule of the Shades Midweek taco tour. That's right. I broke a rule. Yeah. I actually went to Taco Moro Loco in Avondale, which is a place that we had talked about going on the Shades Midweek taco tour. That's right. I went without Brad and Jonathan. They weren't with me, and that's where everybody in the group wanted to go. I will not... Uh, put this as an official entry into the Shades Midweek Taco Tour, so no one worry. Uh, but all I'll say is, it was very, very good. And I had been there before. It's over there in Avondale. I've actually been to their taco truck and their their uh, restaurant that's kind of attached to this gas station over there in the heart of Avondale. I've been to both of those but it's been a while. It's been it's probably been a good four years since I've had their tacos, and man, it was it was delicious. So so Jonathan and Brad and myself at some point, in let's say in the next six months, we'll make our way over to Avondale and make that an official entry into the Shades Midweek Taco Tour. So I just wanted to let everybody know. I had to come clean. I had to confess. You know, I went to Taco Mora Loco without my two co-hosts, and I apologize. Brad won't listen to this, but Jonathan, I know that he will, and um, I, I apologize publicly for that. Okay, what's going on at Shades Valley? There's a few things happening at SVCC that are worth mentioning before we go, before we end our time today. 
the SVCC Hoedown Hootenanny on Saturday, October 29th. Apparently, the Hoedown Hootenanny is something that Shades used to do many, many years ago. We are bringing it back for its first installment since Jonathan Bradder and myself have been on staff at Shades. It will be at the Rosser Farm, which is where the old Hoedown Hootenannies used to take place. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff. There's going to be kids' activities, hoping to get a hayride going, some bonfires, s'mores, square dancing. I mean, what else could you ask for? It's probably going to be a beautiful night. The weather has been amazing recently, so let's just hope that we can hold on to what seems like actual fall and that we don't enter into what I like to refer to as third summer in Alabama, which is when you get a little, you get kind of that second taste of fall, because you get your first taste of fall, but then second summer hits. So then second summer hits, and then you get another taste of fall, but then sometimes there's like third summer. So let's just hope that we're past that at this point, that we are deep into fall, and that we're going to have beautiful weather for the SVCC Hoedown Hootenanny. Everybody's invited. Bring your kids it's going to be a great time. It is out in Columbiana, so you know it's it's probably about thirty five minutes or so from Shades Valley. If you were driving from West Homewood, the information, the address is all in the weekly email that goes out. You can subscribe to those weekly emails by going to shadesvalley.org. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and hit subscribe, okay? SVCC Hoedown Hootenanny. It's going to be amazing. We're all very, very excited. We're just planning for that and getting ready for some big stuff. Okay, EFCA Crisis Response. This is a rather important announcement. They have been doing uh, quite a bit for Hurricane Ian relief. So as you know, last weekend, a devastating uh, historical hurricane came through parts of Florida, just ravaged communities there. Many people have lost their homes. Many people have lost, uh, some people have lost lives. So there's communities, there's family members that have lost someone. Uh, just, just devastating effects down in Florida. EFCA, the denomination that we are affiliated with, the Evangelical uh, Free Churches of America, they have uh, an arm of Reach Global that is called their crisis response. They have been doing work there. So how can you help? How can you help with this? Well, here's here's a few ways. This is via their uh, Instagram. Here's a few ways that you can help. Number one, pray with us for churches and communities in Florida that were hit by Hurricane Ian. Okay, number two, you can give to the response at the link in their bio. So if you go to EFCA Crisis Response on Instagram, you can click the link in their bio if you'd like to give to the response. That link is also available in the weekly email that we sent out, and I will post it in the show notes. I will post the link in the show notes. Third thing, it says, can you serve a week, a month, or more? We are going to need more staff for this response. Email crisis response at efca.org. They've also been in Cuba as well, working with their partners there on the ground. Cuba was hit very, very hard by Hurricane Ian. So they are just on the ground with the staff that they have working with partners there. 
helping just to try to restore some of those broken communities. So be in prayer, consider giving. Um, you can find all the information, like I said, in the email. I'll post some stuff in the show notes. But uh, yeah, we, we're, we're all in prayer uh, for all of those communities that have been so devastated and affected by Hurricane Ian. I wanted to mention one other thing, too, that I haven't talked about in a while. But, you know, back in April, uh, Shades, which is also happens to be a collective of songwriters and musicians, primarily myself, John Ball, Jeremy Moore, and my wife, Ashley DeRoe, but also Brad Brown, Joseph Wonski have been a huge part of writing songs as well. We put out a record called Wanderings. If you haven't checked it out, it's available everywhere you can stream music. You can also go to shadesongs.com to find out more information. But we do have t-shirts. And I don't even know if I've really said this on the podcast, but we have official Shades t-shirts. That's right. So if you want to purchase one, here's what you need to do. Just email me personally, Mark at shadesvalley.org. Just say, hey, man, I'd love one of those Super soft, comfort colors, black tees that say shades on it and have your face on the back. That's right. My face is on the back of the T-shirt. It's not just a picture of my face only, but I am on there. John Ball is on there as well. Andrew Thompson, shout out to him for designing these beautiful, beautiful T-shirts. They're super comfy. If you know anything about comfort colors, you know how good those shirts are. They're 30 bucks. Just send me an email. Say, hey, I, I want one. Send me your size, and then I'll come meet you on a Sunday morning and give you the shirt. You can pay via Venmo. We can figure all the details out, but shirts are available If you haven't checked the album out, check it out. It's called Wanderings. The artist's name is Shades. Well, I'm going to go ahead and call it for the day. This has been fun. It's just been a fun little episode, just kind of catching up on a couple little things. Didn't really have anything planned in particular to say. I hope that you're all doing well, that you're all okay wherever you are while you're listening to this. We've got some fun stuff coming up for Shades Midweek. We have some cool interviews lined up that we're going to be dropping over the next few months. We've just got some cool stuff planned for sure, and we couldn't do this show without all the support of members of SVCC uh, and then just listeners like, you know, for example, like Dale Anton, who writes in from North Alabama. And I know that uh, listeners listen, you know, the Josh McClunk is over over in uh, Poland doing missionary work, and I know the McClungs are regular listeners as well. So really, when I say thank you to listeners all around the world, I, I truly mean that. That is a true statement, and I really appreciate it. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention. We did get an email from one Doug Abernathy, as Jonathan said last week, but because Jonathan held off on it last week, I'm going to hold off on it again. I know that everyone is itching to hear what Doug has to say, what new questions he has. Well, you're just going to have to wait another week. All right, this is the teaser. You're just going to have to wait one more week. Brad probably won't be back next week, but Jonathan and I and I will be here, and we will read Doug's email that was sent 
into the email corridor. So, yes, something to look forward to next week. We've got some good stuff coming up. Thank you all for listening. You know, I was thinking right before I go, I was thinking a cool episode that maybe I could do if I have to fly solo again would maybe be like a Shades Midweek radio episode where I just play you some of my favorite songs in their entirety, and then I just talk about them briefly in between, you know, maybe like an hour or so, maybe like, I don't know, eight to ten songs. It could be fun. It could be interesting. It may get kicked off Spotify. I'm not sure how music copyright laws work, even though I am a musician. But I think that would be cool. Maybe a little Shades Midweek Radio. Maybe something I could plan for for this winter. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. As Brad likes to say, please email in because at Shades Midweek, you're a part of the conversation. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next week.